Hello and welcome to another episode of Base News Network. I'm Sophie, aka Jonah Varka. I'm here with Punk Revolution now, aka Kayo. And we have a returning special guest, a special correspondent here to report on Barbie. We have the wokestress herself, Emily from <laughs> Inherent It Girl. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Sorry, I was just chuckling so much. Um, oh, no, no, good. no. It's okay. It's okay. It makes <laughs> it funny. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty good. Oh my That's god, great. I just like installed a new rug and I'm like Ooh. basically rolling on it right now. <laughs> you just like fl- flailing around on the... I do that too. It's like I love like flopping around on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a girl thing. You don't did, get it, Kaya. I, I guess I don't. I guess I don't. But so could you could you let us know did you, you, did you start um, like like teaching recently yeah are you yeah, going i'm to gonna teach? start i'm gonna be teaching uh in 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 the fall Ooh. okay all right well what are you teaching again is it ancient greek yeah i'm teaching ancient greek at university of montreal oh nice. that's so cool as oh my a goodness as a lecturer so so oh, it's very cool. like yeah Ugh, i wish i could go <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta fly out to to Montreal for a sneak in. Crash. We can pretend we're students. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I like mean, we won't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's it's like the woke capital of the world. So like, I saw your post about that. Yeah, that's my you, theory actually. Did you see why do you, on my do you know story? Why? Oh, I think I saw in your story about yeah. you saying it was like the woke capital of the world, but I don't think I saw the context behind it. No, no, it. no, but it was just this this like video of someone walking uh-huh. in Montreal and like, you know the signs for pedestrians that say like, oh, you oh, can walk now? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, just like that. this huge, inst- instead of a person, it was just like this non-binary sign. <laughs> Yay. That's so awesome. <laughs> Yay. Yay. So, so t- teaching ancient. Do you think ancient Greek is like woke the religion? No, it's I mean really, not religion. It's not the, woke the language. language. It's not. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not really woke not language. a woke language. But that's why. But it, but it gets canceled it. out. It gets yeah, canceled exactly. out by the fact that it's in Montreal and that you're teaching it. Yeah. Exactly. So okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I um yeah I'm a huge obviously you know huge fan of your uh, account. Yes. I feel like um. You know, I feel like, uh, Emily, you do a great job with, um, so just for context, people who don't follow right now, your Instagram is MTL underscore it girl. Montreal oh, it sorry. Girl. I forgot. No, I no, thought no, it was inherent okay. it girl. I just wanted to re- reiterate just in case anyone wants to check out. Yeah. But I feel like you, I, I, I keep changing it. I, I like that you change it. It keeps it fun. It feels like yeah. you're in like different eras. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like how woke people up, up, update their, uh, their vocabulary for yes. different terminology. Uh, <laughs> for different like sensitive topics <clears throat> so yeah no i feel like uh your page does a great job in, in building uh you know a movement that i definitely want to join join and take yeah. part you know just like a big like solidarity of just all the woke people around the world yes. coming together to make the world yes. a more woke place it's a very yeah. beautiful thing true, and just like true. unapologetically you know like yes yes, yes. because 
people have been bashing on wokeness for so long that we <laughs> like began thinking that wokeness was actually not based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. reclaiming Inc- wokeness. Yeah, including people on the left wing. Even like you know, like there's like random, you know, pretentious, you know, like Marxists on Twitter who think they're too cool for wokeness, but they're wrong. They're not too cool they're for wrong. wokeness. They're not they're even wrong. invited in the first place. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> wokeness is like they're hating is, from yeah. outside the club. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think it's been helpful. Just no more no more fighting with random people on twitter about politics it's now well i guess it's still gonna happen but now i just feel like i have a home a home for my my Mm. politics and my worldview (laughs) it's just when people ask like oh what are your what are your political views i'm just like i'm woke woke brutalist yeah you're a woke (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. new new political movement new political political spectrum we need to update i mean it's pretty old already it's it's just about like restoring it's like dignity to yes to yes. wokeness yeah so, so we're on board we're on i'm board. so excited for this episode because <laughs> oh my god so my so emily the episode with you the the what first one we did with you that's like my mom's favorite episode i think so oh, she's gonna be really so happy yeah <laughs> she oh. really likes you I the I think the episode we did with you is one of our like most listened to episodes that's like one of our most popular episodes so oh yeah but it was super fun also the news were, yes. were like super quirked up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh my goodness yeah Ugh, such a fun time so like we've been really looking forward to this because we like love talking to you so mm-hmm. thank you so oh, much same. for coming on to explain barbie to to the to our listeners because i mean i assume a lot of everyone has discourse. seen it I hope so. I think, yeah, spoiler alert, there'll be Barbie spoilers, but I I feel like everyone who's, like, wanted to see it has seen it by now, probably, so. Yeah. I was, so. like, really dressed up in full thing. Oh, you were, like, dressed up in the outfit when you went? Yeah. Oh, same. Me too. I loved like seeing everyone, everyone dress up. It was so cute. I loved seeing everyone dress up and, like, dress in pink and, like... Yeah, what does that happen? That's what I was saying on the... Yeah, because we also did an episode about Barbie and Oppenheimer. And when we were talking about Barbie, like, it's, like, so cool to see it be, like, a cultural event, you know, that, like, a lot of people participate in and, like, actually, like, show, like, a sense of festivity, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. It feels, like, really special. And, like, I don't think that happens too often now. Yeah, or it's like, you know, for Star Wars, you know, when they all mm-hmm. dress up like Chewbacca and stuff, which is like yeah. not at all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because this was normal people being dressed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. No, that's true, because it's not too hard, like, to throw on a pink shirt, you know what I mean, or a dress, or... Yeah. It's, like, pretty accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I loved, yeah, no, I, I also dressed up. I was also really excited. And I I know for a fact that, that you were really impressed by the film. Yeah. Um, and I, I really just want to, like, know what you think about, like, explain your thoughts. Like, I, I just, yeah. I, I, as soon as I, I got so out impressed. of it, I did think about what, I was like, what, I wonder what she's thinking of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but also, I also thought, 
I remember seeing it and thinking the two of you are gonna like it. Like, yes, we did. We did love we it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so on brand with like yeah. whatever is happening right now. Like, you mm. know, like I think this the last time we were discussing like the concept of a vibe shift. Yeah. I think we like, did talk about that. Like a at some point, I, I think so. But this feels like that's like the consummation of the vibe shift. Mm. Interesting. Like this is this is the like pinnacle of it, like the climax. That's that's just once it has shifted. That's like mm. the oh, new okay. thing. I see. I gotcha. think. I mean. No, 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 no. I see what you're saying. That's really interesting. Like it definitely Avatar. feels significant. It it feels significant. Yeah. Like something is is going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did love it when we we did really like it. Um. So we're we're all on the same page here, and I, I'm sure we'll get into this. But like, I'm not a huge fan of the Barbie criticisms like coming from people like on both sides like the left criticism and the right criticism i'm like annoyed by but we can get into that later yeah there was so much like predictable and annoying criticism like you know the kind of criticism that thinks it's so fucking deep for saying like the movie is not as deep as what i would have wanted it but that's like the most predictable form of criticism it's just brilliant yeah yeah. yeah, or that it like I like keep seeing arguments about it being like capitalist propaganda and like I mean that's what um, it is. It but is. I mean it was literally like si- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. signed off by Mattel. like Mattel was heavily involved. I don't know what they were thinking because a lot of people were saying like oh this movie isn't radical enough or like feminist enough and it's like it's literally made with Mattel it's a blockbuster yeah. film. I don't know if we were expecting some like radical indie art house film. Like that's just not what we're seeing here. And, and even if it isn't, we can still enjoy it and derive meaning from it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, one thing I really agreed with you is when you were posting about like how Top Gun Maverick is yeah. a good movie. It's a good movie, right? You like that it's movie, It's a right? fucking great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie, exactly. <laughs> and like, that's the thing is like the criticism of it is so predictable because it's like, oh, it's like showing, you know, military stuff in like a light that's not critical or whatever. And I guess people just need to really understand that it's it's possible to like you know have it not a, like give the perfect critique of the world and still be like. Yeah. A really fun, good story. You know what I mean? A good movie. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I and honestly, like, I feel how... like... Yeah. No, go on, go on. I was just going to say, even beyond that, though, I feel like... I feel like Barbie even transcends that, though. Like, I mm. honestly... Like, yes, it's a, it's a movie with, like, a huge budget, and they didn't end up having it be, like, a Marxist critique, <laughs> you know? But I, I feel like the Barbie movie was so good... I feel like the Barbie movie even like made fun of its critics before the critics yeah. even had a chance to like say anything. It did, and that's why they were so fucking mad. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> they took that. Yeah, they, they they literally they like literally this multi million dollar Barbie movie was more like left wing <laughs> than like a lot of random Marxists on Twitter, and and that that like blew their minds because they, that shouldn't be possible, and they and they they left exactly. just shaking. <laughs> yeah, because they think that the identity Marxist and knowing like Marxist theory is a political reality you know but it's not the political reality of our times like marxism like in as a general movement in like the north or the west whatever is like not a dominant movement within society and like wokeness actually is and like yeah true (laughs) wokeness is actually delivering on making people's lives better and like interesting what you're saying right now what you're what you you are saying right now is very brave i'm not even kidding a lot lot of people would be (laughs) afraid to say this i'm many many are afraid to say you're saying you're saying the quiet part out loud (laughs) no but that's such an interesting perspective i could be I, i agree I could be like living in, in a small city and like with surrounded with unwoke people who, who and like to go like, you know, to go around reading Marx, it would not make my life any better, you know, but like mm-hmm. as a trans person, just being in a place that's woke is making my life infinitely better. And that's the same yeah. thing for like the majority of society is minority. You know, mm. like the majority of society is people whose lives mm-hmm. get better from wokeness. Like yeah. what we take as the majority, which is like the cis white male, is actually a minority within society. Mm. That's so interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally get like agree with you there. But it's it, it is kind of scary to like say that out loud. But I, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't know, like leftists on Twitter can be really scary. But it's true. No, I totally like agree. Like I grew up in Minnesota and Minnesota is pretty woke as far as like with LGBTQ people. So like I always felt pretty good being like LGBT, you know. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I felt no, safe like being bisexual. <laughs> no, but, yeah. No, I used to be no, no, I but, used to identify as lesbian, but I yeah. bisexuals are the most oppressed sexual. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as a str- as a straight guy with a bisexual girlfriend, I feel very safe in New York knowing no one's going to make fun of me <laughs> for having a bisexual girlfriend. <laughs> Oh my god yeah. yeah true but like <laughs> i think and, and what's so crazy about that is that like marxism is like prides itself on its materialism like and and mm-hmm. they would say like the reality of theory that's that's actually from marx is from the thesis of Feuerbach. he says like he says the truth of philosophy is not verified within philosophy it's verified in its effect upon the real world right? Mm. Marx says that. So, according to that, it means that contemporary Marxism is false. 
Yeah. Marx is woke. It literally means that Marxism, as it now exists, is a false philosophy. Otherwise, it would be having an actual effect on the world. And since wokeness mm. is actually changing the world before our very eyes, it means that the philosophy of wokeness, according to Marx, is the true philosophy. Yeah, so if you're a materialist and you see wokeness having a, a material impact in improving people's lives, then you know wokeness is... That's the, that's the real banner we're going to be rallying behind yes. is the woke banner. Exactly. So can you, can you explain like to our audience specifically, like how do you, how, how, how does Barbie exemplify like an honor wokeness? Okay. This is so interesting as a question. And but <laughs> I feel like if we start answering that right away, yeah, we're going to spoil the, like, because we'd have to like, I mean, no, you said at the beginning. We, like, can there spoil, were be we, can, we can spoil the movie. We can spoil the movie. Okay. Okay, let's go ahead. So, <laughs> okay. So, so what's so woke about, about Barbie is the fact that, like, if you look at, at like, the, the, like, the narrative of Barbie herself through the movie, mm-hmm. she basically frees herself from identity. Like mm, yeah, yeah. That's really what the movie is about. It's about the fact that mm. at the beginning she's just, she's just Barbie, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like at the end, you know, that's the thing about Ken, right? That's what they were advertising mm. the movie as. He's just Ken, right? Even at the end, mm-hmm. when you think Ken has been redeemed, actually he's not because he's still just Ken. Mm, but know? Barbie is not right because she. But Barbie is no longer she Barbie. Transcends, she transcends. She transcends that. Yeah, she becomes just an authentic human being. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the whole thing about like mm-hmm. how woke the movie is, is that like yeah. that's why they kind of have to go through the the part where they are under patriarchy, because mm-hmm. before that they're just like basic identities like oh i'm a judge mm-hmm. i'm a surgeon i i'm this mm-hmm. i'm that and like mm-hmm. and then they meet they meet this weird barbie who like has no identity you know mm-hmm. the one who's yeah. like the barbie that you the one to, uh, yeah yeah the ones like in the splits like every every bitch had that one barbie <laughs> yeah the one but everyone like, had that one barbie with like the cut hair and like she served and yeah, actually, one thing you would learn at some point is that she's also the Barbie of, like, the, the girl who owns, like, Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, implied. Mm-hmm. Right, and wasn't, anyway. like, the weird Barbie once, like, the stereotypical Barbie kind of identity before she, like, got turned to, like, yeah. the weird Barbie? Yeah, but once she's the weird Barbie, she's, like, no longer like inscribed within Barbie mm-hmm. society. She's like on yeah. the outside. She's and like ostracized a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it's precisely this figure, which is like, I would say like, uh, as like Christopher would say, that's like a figure of abjection in the, in, in the sense that it's like, what, something that's abject is like something that you like throw up, on the outside of what constitutes the subject 
So you have like mm-hmm. all those Barbies who are like subjects, like, oh, I'm a judge, mm-hmm. I'm this and that. Then you have weird Barbie who's like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And because she's nothing, she's just weird. Mm. Like, and she's the way you can go to the real world. And mm-hmm. it's like true hair, true her that you go to the real world. And like, at that point, this is like the loss of identity for Barbie. Mm-hmm. Because like, mm-hmm. you know, her feet, you know, they go flat. And... Yeah. And what I really liked about that is that at first you would think this is like some existentialist shit about like mm-hmm. how Barbie becomes a real human because she thinks about death. But then you learn yeah. that no, 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 that's not it. They're just like the owner of Barbie who's thinking about death. It's not like actually like it's not the main theme of like Barbie's mm. narrative. Like mm-hmm. This Heideggerian stuff of like mm-hmm. about it's not actually it goes, what it is about. It goes even deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, it's it's what is so insane is the fact that they they go from a matriarchy to a patriarchy. Yeah. And, and what's so insane is when they go to the patriarchy, they realize. Mm-hmm. That the patriarchy is not actually like the Barbie matriarchy. Because the patriarchy is actually concealed. That's what, that's what was so fucking woke about this movie. Like, mm. that scene when Ken asks the guy, can I get a job as a CEO? And the guy says, mm-hmm. like, no. What are, like, do you have any credentials or whatever? And Ken mm-hmm, is like, mm-hmm. well, I'm a man. And the guy <laughs> is like, well, well that's not enough. And Ken says, well, I thought this was a patriarchy. Clearly, you're not doing patriarchy right. And the guy (laughs) responds, no, 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 we're doing it just right. We just got better at hiding it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was so fucking well. That was really awesome. Yeah. I honestly feel like I could be wrong about this, but I feel like this movie is so good that it will it's 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 had a productive impact on like our entire planet's understanding of patriarchy and yeah. like i mean i, I you know like i know like i know there's nothing he, in this movie necessarily that's like overtly innovative like i know a lot of the feminist ideas that come through in barbie you know a lot of it are I, a lot of feminist ideas have been, that have been around a, a long time, but I feel like the the Barbie movie does such a effective job communicating these yeah. feminist ideas. And I feel like it even transcends the feminism too. You know what I mean, Emily? Like, yeah, I feel because like, she meets like, God. At it's the more end. about it's a, yeah, it's like more about. I feel like it transcends like gender a little bit, like yeah. I because mean, at the I end, know. yeah. Well, at but, the end, but she goes yes to the gynecologist. She, yeah, so she gets bottom that. surgery at the end. She gets... Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but no, she actually, actually does. No, 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 no. It's true. It's true. <laughs> no, but like, that's literally what it is. No, it literally is. <laughs> it literally is. Because they don't have I've, vaginas. So she yeah. gets a bottom surgery. That's how the movie ends. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, she is... The way I read it is, like, she transcends, like, 
uh, hmm, like any sort of like God or creator, or, like anyone in control of her. Right. I think you yeah. said this too. And so is yeah. like able to create her own identity. Yeah. Well, or, or li- it's like, like, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. But not, no, you, I mean, it's really about the meeting with God at the end, right? That's so mm-hmm. crazy because she she yeah. she meets like, and and she says like she asks of God and she says like mm-hmm. who am I like what's my purpose, and mm-hmm. and like that's that's the thing about like all American movies is that in some way or another you have that scene, all right? Yeah. And like this scene is answered positively in an American movie, right? In a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. at some point, you learn who you are and what is your purpose. You know, that's the thing yeah. about, like, everything, everywhere, all at once. It's like, mm. it's it's the thing about all those movies. It's the thing about, like, um, Boss and Boots, too. It's like, you, you, you have, he, like, the cat goes through, like, all this anxiety and this traumatic, like, moment in order to, like, confront death and learn who he truly is and what's his purpose. And he receives that as like this mm-hmm. revelation. And once that happens, like you just walk away and everything is fine. You know, you just go back to your mm-hmm. life and everything is fine because you know your purpose and who you are. But like in the Barbie movie, God, the figure of God, just like mm-hmm. looks at Barbie and says, I made you to be free. Mm-hmm. You don't have a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's literally that, that I I really like. That's beautiful. Almost jumped. That's like, yeah, I was crying both it's times. Liberating. I saw Barbie. You were, I was were you crying? crying. Yeah. my mom cried I, during that scene too. Yeah, it was so beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, it really and, is on like genuinely. Yeah, and and like at the moment when God tells her like, oh, actually you don't have a purpose. Like, you, you, mm-hmm. like, and and you're not anyone, you know? That's for you to mm-hmm. figure out. And, like, at that mm-hmm. moment, God just disappears. And, like, the Barbie, that she's no longer Barbie. She's literally mm-hmm. no longer had, is any identity. She's just, like, the yeah. infinity of her freedom. She's just fucking yeah. free. And yeah. I, when do you see that in movies? That the conclusion is this pure mm. openness. It's not the closure. It's just mm. pure openness. That's true. That's true. And I love that she's, she starts that, like, she begins that openness with a trip to the gynecologist to get <laughs> bottom surgery. <laughs> Sorry, I was <clears throat> hitting my elf bar. <clears throat> You're, <laughs> you hitting your elf bar? Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. It slays. (laughs) I gotta try one of those out, sounds like. (laughs) They're so good. Uh, Okay. Is it flavored? (laughs) They're Barbie filled. They're like, uh, this one is Barbie. Wait, are elf elf bars woke? Yeah, they're getting banned in Canada. Oh. Like, in October. Because it turns out this shit is actually fucking, like, toxic. Uh. <laughs> yeah like like jewel it's it, there's like so many like the the flavors are like super fruity which is like the criticism that was like waged yeah. against jewel like 
five years ago or whatever so yeah but those are it's much just like worse. a new version yeah i actually don't know like the difference as far as like how bad they are for you but yeah i think they're really worse than troops oh damn that's not like good. an order of magnitude worse damn <laughs> No, they're genuinely toxic. Like, I can feel it being toxic. Is Jewel or Elf Bar more woke? I think, but the Elf Bar, the Elf Bar was so unwoke as a product. Like, it's geared towards children. It's, like, <laughs> much more toxic than anything else on the market. But it's so fucking yeah. good. Like, like, and they're so cute. <laughs> they're so, and like... they're, like, rainbow colored, so that's woke. Yeah, but and also they have like instead of <laughs> calling it like with actual names, they call it it's like bang energy, you know, it's it's like fake like like the taste is not an actual thing. Yeah. Like blue blast. Like what the fuck was that thing? <laughs> 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 just just what what type of uh what type of chemicals are they going to, like, just blast you with? You're going to get blue chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's like the proof of the, of, of, that there's, like, some divine power in humans is the fact that we can create something that's called, like, blue blast, and it just <laughs> doesn't exist in nature. We literally, like, <laughs> we literally brought it out of nothingness. Yeah. There's nothing that's that beautiful. tastes like blue blast in nature. You know? <laughs> oh, that's epic. But that's also what the end of the Barbie movie is about. Well, I was thinking the same thing, yeah. <laughs> I was. I, I seriously was like. No, I know. Yeah, like Barbie is absolutely free. Well, she's not even Barbie anymore. She's Barbara. Yeah, and, and God goes away. Mm-hmm. And that's like this, this super Kantian thing. Like. Uh, mm. The philosopher Immanuel, Im, I don't know how, mm-hmm. pro, how to pronounce that in English, Immanuel mm-hmm. Kant, Kant, he has, yeah, he, in, in that book, which is like the opus postumum, which is, it, it's like notes that he, that, and fragments from after his death, that, that mm. he was trying to write a book, but he died before that. And in uh. that book, he says like, God could not like, give me anything good or like Mm. appear in front of me he says like god could not appear in front of me in order to like give me like salvation or anything like that because that would be an insult to my freedom that would like Mm. reduce my freedom because i would have no choice but to obey if god was right in front of me and like so he says because my freedom is infinite God cannot be, like, in the world with me. Because it would limit the mm. infinity of my freedom. So God has to be somewhere else. And right, that's so, how the Barbie movie ends. Right. Like, God goes away. Yeah, and, like, I feel like the the God in this in this movie, like, the creator of Barbie, right? Like, she is, like she expresses her love and kindness by going away you know exactly exactly because she she, yeah. she really says i didn't create you for anything in particular but that's yeah. like ewa in avatar you know the, mm. the goddess that's like the woke religion i, I i'm not even joking <laughs> yeah. 
Like that's no, the no, actual no. birth of a woke religion. Mm. And that's why yeah. the conservatives and the reactionaries they always say wokeness started with Kant. They always say that. And they're actually right. Mm. Okay. But that's a good thing. So Yeah, that's actually a good thing. That's a good thing. <sighs> yeah, no, it honestly was beautiful. It really was. And I think I saw on your Instagram how you sort of like explained Barbie as like a trans narrative. I mean, it's in some ways it's it can hard be for like trans that. people not to read it like that. Mm. It's it's probably not intended as that, but like it's really hard if you're trans not to read it as a trans narrative because that's just yeah, like, that's just what it looks like. Yeah, no, no, you I know? see what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, like, it, but maybe but it's not it, the, necessarily a trans narrative, but it, it's it, not like, a trans narrative. The co- it's a the core, narrative. the core, exactly, and that core <laughs> of that like, can apply to a different ki- ki- types of people. Yeah, it's 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 like yeah. it's just because I think the narrative is a narrative where the it's not like self discovery. It's mm-hmm. not about discovering who you really are, and. Mm-hmm. Do, to a certain type of trans people, that's not interesting as like an idea, you know, because you want mm. to discover who you always were, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And I totally respect this way of understanding transness. And, but mm. um, the Barbie movie is just not like that. You know, the way that it mm-hmm. thinks, like, is not self-discovery because she never gets mm. to a true self, you know, she never gets to who Barbie really is. But Ken mm. does that. That's Ken's thing in, in the movie. He's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm really Ken. I discovered what Ken really means, you know? Yeah. And they, they all mm-hmm. start going around and they're like, you're Ken. Oh, I'm Ken. Oh, this is what being Ken means. But like Barbie's yeah. not like that. She, she goes beyond no. that. Right. No, she's like real. She's actually galaxy brained. Yeah, she's actually galaxy brained. She literally yeah. means God. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because the reason why is that she does not look for a deeper identity. She stops looking for, she stops asking like the question, who am I? Uh, Where am Mm. I going? Like all of that. And when she stops asking that, that's when she meets God. Mm. All right. So I have a quick question. Yeah, that I, I love, I love the, yeah, I love all that. Um, you're you're really making me think like what because I yeah like everything you're saying is true, and I picked up on most of it, but like I you're spelling it out in a way that's making me realize it's it goes even deeper than I initially read from the first watch, and everything you're saying is just like true. It's I don't even I think what you're saying is not even an interpretation of the movie. I think it's just true. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna say, um, but I only saw it the second time. I only realized that the okay. second time. The first time, I I didn't see that. We've only I seen it first... once. I really want to see it again. I want to see it again so too, bad. because yeah. I want to yeah. pay more attention to the dances. Yeah, mm. the dances. The dances served. were good. Yeah, the dances so, were so, fucking good, and and like the outfit you... changes. Yeah, anyway, go on, I sorry. loved. I loved how it paid. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I, I loved how it paid homage to like the different like original bar like all the barbies that have existed and their actual clothes that have existed like as someone who like played with barbies as a kid like just and like i like 
vintage dolls and stuff. So I like on a personal level, I like really enjoyed the like attention to detail there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Kyle, I only go ahead. had Playmobiles. Oh yeah, go on, go. On. <laughs> All good. I'm I'm just I'm just Ken over here. So. He's sitting his Ken <laughs> ass down. And sitting my Ken ass down and listening. So. <laughs> Uh, I was just curious. So we all can agree the movie is woke, and that's a objectively good thing. But would you say, is it safe to say this movie is woke, a woke brutalist? I don't think. I don't think so all that much. No. Mm. No. Well. Do you think? I could. I could make an argument and try to like brute force like. You know, to force the framework of brutalism mm-hmm. over it, mm-hmm. but I try to avoid doing that in a sense that, like, mm-hmm. I like to more to like. I don't want to interpret it in a way like to say, "Oh, this could be interpreted as what brutalism, this and that." And in the end, I would be like forcing that framework on the movie because there's stuff that's much more like clearly woke brutalism than that. And it's doing, it would be doing a disservice, I think, to that movie to, like, analyze it in anything but, like, the terms of wokeness. I think. I'm not, mm. like, 100% sure. I think gotcha. you're right about that. I think you're right about that. Can you, right can you explain, that. like, to people listening why it, it, it doesn't have, like, the woke, brutal, the woke brutalism to it? Like, it's woke. It doesn't, but... yeah, it doesn't have the woke brutalism aspect, um... Aesthetically, I mm-hmm. think because there's there's like two there's two layers to this movie, you know, which mm-hmm. is like the real world and the Barbie world, and yeah, the way the way they interact and like the link between the doll and the mother is like mm-hmm. very foreign to like something that you would see, for example. In, in, in like Wednesday, you know, uh, yes. I always use Wednesday because that's like my go-to example for woke brutalism because it's, it's like in Wednesday, you know, for example, when she finds out mm-hmm. like about like this conspiracy of people and when she shows up and it's, it's just like legacy students goofing around drinking non-alcoholic drinks and she's like, mm-hmm. you guys are giving kidnapping a bad name. You remember that thing? Yeah, and I like, do remember. Yeah, that's like the dismantling of this logic of having like two layers, you know? Of having like mm-hmm. this thing that's going on in the background and you don't know what it is and you're trying to find out. And, and like, that's the opposite of like brutalism. When you have two layers mm. like that. Just like in, in yeah. a building. Yeah. I see I agree, and, I agree. Yeah, and in Barbie, there's this kind of interaction between the real world and the Barbie world, which is like, mm-hmm. even though it's criticized within the movie, like there's a constant critique yeah. of it. You know, when they, yeah. they go to metal offices, they kind of laugh at the pre- premise of the movie. And mm-hmm. that, that makes it, that made it much more like acceptable for me. Yeah. And... But still, it's kind of the logic of Harry Potter, you know? Like, there's Hogwarts mm. and there's the normal world. Mm-hmm. Like, two layers. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you're not a big fan of, uh... 
Um, like, speaking of, like, multiple worlds, I just yeah, remember... you don't like multiverses. You don't like multiverses. Yeah. I believe I saw you... Which is a different everything topic. Everything and everywhere all at once, right? I remember you tweeting about everything everywhere all at once being fascist because they're... Wait, did we talk about Wait, this no, last We talked episode? about this on the podcast, right? We talked about this last episode. <laughs> yeah, the okay. concept of multiverses <laughs> is fascist, right? Like, has fascist associations. Yeah, the multiverse thing is so fucking... It's exactly the opposite of the Barbie movie. It's like, it's like when you try to figure out who am I for real? What's my real identity? And that mm-hmm. identity is just so fucking powerful that it transcends the universe and it actually spreads into multiple universes. And, yeah. <laughs> and instead, in Barbie, it's like this pure unity that's so powerful that it destroys identity mm. itself. It's like she's mm. so herself that she's like she's so like in this pure unity instead of like living up to all those different things. She becomes just mm-hmm. herself, and at that moment, there's no identity, it's just unity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, I see what you're saying. You're not a like, fan of the, like, multiple yeah. universes. I think or... it's, it's the exact opposite. You have multiple yeah. universes with a single identity to them. Like, you mm-hmm. have multiple universes and an identity. Mm-hmm. And in Barbie, mm-hmm. you have no identity and just the single person. Yeah, I, 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 I see what you're saying, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And that's why it's a wolf. Mm. And, and yeah. Yes. And you see, like... <laughs> sorry, are you there? Sorry, I can't hear. Um, go on. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. I thought there was a connection issue. Okay, never mind. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I lost my train well, of thought. Well, I, I would say, you know, so tell me if this sounds kind of right to you. It sounds like movies that do, well, maybe not movies, but I feel like I feel like one strength of <clears throat> Barbie, and, like, I don't even think this is necessarily has to be thought of in this, like, framework that you've, like, woke framework we've been kind of working with. But I actually think one strength of Barbie is the fact that, like, I think it's more like realistic in terms of its like understanding of identity. Yeah. Like I think I think being able to like understand that like identity is not something you can like necessarily pinpoint as this specific thing and then like call it a day. You know what I mean? Like a lot of yeah. movies do like with this conclusion like I feel like Barbie's like open-endedness with the identity is, is actually just more realistic mm. yeah and yeah you are so right in realistic yeah. also in the sense that really anyone can go through that same like mm-hmm. like psychic experience like that's the that uh, same mental through, experience yeah. that she goes through because mm-hmm. precisely because she does not find a given identity at the end it's not about right. whether you identify with Barbie as this or that, since she loses any identity. So it's much yeah. like it's 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 much beyond identifying with the character. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah, no, like it's no, it's true. It's like, true. how can you relate? <laughs> like, how can you relate? To, like to, like because non woke art, but like 
what art that does identity politics because I at this point mm-hmm. I view identity politics as like the opposite of wokeness and mm-hmm. like art that dabbles in identity politics asks of you to basically identify with someone right mm. and identity politics it, it can be white supremacist as in the case of Harry Potter like they want you to identify with like basically the British aristocracy or like the the British upper class mm. you know it's mm. it's about someone who actually wakes up one morning one morning and learns he has like actually come into an inheritance like that's literally what mm. Harry Potter is about like it's about like, oh yeah yeah exactly exactly that's what it is it's about like mm. reclaiming his birthright like mm. as as like the fascists say that feels and, pretty fascist to me <laughs> yeah but that's that literally super what it fascist. is Uh, it really does the way you describe that that is super fascist (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and if you if you and not to mention like not to mention like i feel like jk rowling is super anti-woke i mean you know what i mean she's the queen of anti-wokeness she she rants about (laughs) she is she rants against wokeness every day like that's literally all she does like the char- there's like racist character names like she's tr- super transphobic she like like oh oh and also like there's like a lot of like anti-semitic like those like the trolls or whatever like they made them yeah look like, that are like bankers and make them look really like it's like yeah it's all yeah it's, it's just not like this woke. super classist narrative of harry potter mm. which is like harry potter is not just good he's rich like what part mm. like that's that that's not like part of the narrative that's that's literally not a part of the plot arc yeah she literally had it she needed for him to be a millionaire like otherwise he would not mm. feel as good mm. yeah that's interesting and also like he's literally i i feel like the like lightning bolt on his forehead is like it gives me fascist vibes i don't know why yeah that's literally a fucking fascist symbol yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, like it, it, I don't know. SS. It's it looks like yeah, like, that's... Oh my god, yeah, it looks like fascist to me. Like there's yeah. something going yeah. on. Is it just me yeah. or does that look like a fascist symbol? Yeah, it's just like what what kind of fascist are you? Are you a Slytherin fascist, <laughs> Gryffindor fascist, Hufflepuff fascist? Just like different strains of fascism you can <laughs> you fall under. Yeah. No, but that's literally what it is. With the sorting, because, the sorting hat yeah. is literally uh, the concept of a sorting uh, hat. You're is going super with fascist. the Vatican SS. You're going with the Gestapo. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you guys think the the concept of a sorting hat literally sorting you into different identities yeah. that are cho- yeah, chosen for that's you? Exactly what are it is. super that's yeah, super it's like, fascist. It's like, hmm. They all got their lore and like weird like like. I mean, yeah. he becomes a cop at the end. Like the, yeah, the he books does. and the movies Did you know and with him becoming yet. a cop, he becomes a wow. cop. Wow. <laughs> the, uh, the sorting hat's like, okay, it seems like you are like 40% German, oh, 20% Austrian, a little bit of Slavic. <laughs> okay, we're going to put you with the, with the Hufflepuff. <laughs> Wait, it's so true. Oh my God. I, I feel like I just had a galaxy brain moment. Like realizing yeah, how like, fascist Harry Potter is, I feel like I'm having a galaxy brain attack. Yeah, and I remember watching it as a kid Whoa. and never finding anything objectionable about it. 
And like, <laughs> if I rewatch it now, I'm like, how the fuck did we let that shit slide? <laughs> You're yeah. right. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. This is like opening my eyes. I feel like. Why? Why so did no much. one say anything about the sorting hat? The sorting hat <laughs> yeah, is so fascist. It's like the sorting hat. It, it it reminds me of like I mean it's not like what's going on in the movie really but like it's like eugenics. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It no, is. I mean not like not like the and, sorting and into the different discourse. not like not the yeah. sorting them into different houses and I mean kind of honestly like like the idea of like classification and like you know. Well, you know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of talk of like, bl- like blood in the like, yeah, and like, like Hermione's oh, mu- you got like muggle blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> it feels really. It's like the and wand. Like- you don't. It's like you don't choose the wand. The wand chooses you. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, and like so Voldemort. Many, so many. T- Voldemort is not yeah. like an outside enemy. He just takes the logic of Harry Potter's universe too far. He, that's like, <laughs> you know, he's not, like, Harry Potter is not, it's, it's not about, like, you know, like, I don't know, in Lord of the Rings, where the fascists are, like, from the outside, and you, you don't have, like, any ideological continuity with them, but, like, mm-hmm. Voldemort, even though people are scared of him, most people agree, like, to some extent with what he's saying. <laughs> like yeah like his no, whole true. thing like the whole thing about Voldemort is that yeah. it's like the extremist that needs to be removed in order for the status mm. quo to like to be maintained Whoa. it's 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 like Whoa. they have white supremacy and there's this yeah. fucking neo nazi shooting up schools and they're like let's put that guy in jail so we can keep the supremacy going <laughs> oh yeah God. yeah yeah that's oh actually God. exactly right that's... it's like whoa we were just on our online forums man you didn't need to actually go do it voldemort <laughs> oh my god literally um, oh god yeah and no, that was true oh, like this is so enlightening like yeah. One thing I wanted to say is I really like what you said about the difference between wokeness and identity politics. Yeah, because people conflate the. two I feel a people lot. conflate the two, but I think yeah. I think you're really onto this because like identity politics is like inherently tribalistic. Yeah, yeah, know? not genuine. And wokeness and is inherently like wokeness transcends tribalism. Yeah, which yeah, is what I like exactly. about wokeness is like. That's what I like about wokeness is what I was saying at the beginning is like now I can just say I'm woke. I don't need to deal with like categorizing any, you know, I don't care. We're all on the same team here. We're all woke. So we don't need to to categorize. And I love the word woke because like, like, like the, the concept of an awakening is just like beautiful to me. Yeah. And that's like Barbie. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, she's, it's her awakening. And like yeah. the the like sheer freedom at the end is just so beautiful. Like, it's like mm-hmm. limitless. It's and like, yeah. yeah, and one thing to me that's so touching about Barbie mm-hmm. is like the thing that happens when she goes into the real world, and that's mm-hmm. why I think that movie is so powerful. Is that when she was in Barbie Land, she was feeding nothing, and when she yeah. comes to the real world. She, like, mm-hmm. sits on that bench and she discovers that she can feel what people are feeling, right? Yeah. And she looks yeah. at, like, all those people 
and uh-huh. she and 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 like she sees this depressed guy and she's depressed and she starts crying and she turns to this like yeah. old lady who's next to her and she says that was so beautiful you are so beautiful but like if you think about what's going on she's feeding uh-huh. what she's feeding so like they're mm-hmm. finding each other beautiful in that moment it was just mm-hmm. so fucking woke yeah. and like yeah and that's what people have not understood when about the ending you know when you get to the ending people say oh there's all those like oh it's just like images of a human life it's nothing special no that's not what the ending is showing the ending mm-hmm. is showing barbie crying it's the reproduction of that scene the scene because that's the scene where she first begins like becoming an actual human being and the last yeah scene like is the she same feels thing. like human emotion she, like she feels yeah. it all coming to her she understands that being human the good and the bad. is about feeling yeah. is literally about yes that's yes yes feeding and that's why literally. it's so fucking woke it's so woke <laughs> yeah and it's so fucking woke like oh my god it's and i call yeah, that I sensitive reason you, you know mm. like how Kant he made like two critiques of reason he has a critique of speculative reason and that's the first mm-hmm. critique the critique of pure reason and then he has a critique of practical reason and i say there's a third kind of reason which is like sensitive reason which is basically what wokeness runs on and like mm. that's when they get to the real world the first thing that Ken does, he does, he does speculative reason. And that means, like, he gets into the real world and he says, I'm going to the library and I'm going to buy books about horses and patriarchy, right? That's mm-hmm. what he does. He, he goes straight for the fucking books. And Barbie, she yeah. sits in a park and, in, in, in a park and she, like, experiences all of those effects. She feels. And, and yeah. she feels. And that's how she understands immediately what world, what the world is like. And, like, yeah. she understands at that moment, she actually knows, like, what world they're living. But then Ken yeah. walks out and he's like, oh, yeah, the horses are on top. Because he's yeah. just, like, he's just, like, looking at this representation of the world. This reminds me of what you were saying earlier about, like, Marxism and, like, wokeness. And how, like, wokeness actually is able to have a real effect on people. Yeah, you because there's no feeding in Marxism. Yeah. It's devoid yeah. of feeling and spirit. It's literally theory, like you know what I mean, like yeah, just like it's Ken cold. goes to the books. It's cold. Yeah, and, exactly. And, like wokeness is, is like feeling what it means to be human, and like yeah, but like because feed. I mean, I don't like. I have an issue with the term feeding. I would say like I, mm. I prefer to use the term affect, but also mm-hmm. there's this whole thing called affect theory that like think is kind of cringe uh-huh. and but like okay. what so i would use the term like sensation okay um, because like sense. because when we say feeding it's like uh-huh. it's like in a feeling there's the risk that it might be untrue you know like mm. but in a, the sensation is like immediately true you know, you're, you're not, you're like, saying. getting deceived by sensation. But, like, your feelings can be deceiving, but not your sensations. Uh, sensations are literally, like, the thing in itself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's so... In- yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, so... And, and, and I think, like, beyond all, all the narrative, Barbie actually, 
like formulates a theory of knowledge. Mm. Like there's yeah, there's a theory of knowledge in that movie because there's two types of knowledge that are like worth there's maybe more than than two but like clearly Barbie is operating with a new framework of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I I feel so inspired talking to you. Like, I mean, it's so exciting talking about. It's that so movie. exciting. Have you seen any of her other films, Greta Gerwig? Uh, what does she do? I've seen. She's her done in Lady Ladybird. Lady I've, I've seen White Noise. White White Noise. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that one. She, she yeah, it's, did, with, um, it's with like Adam Driver. She she made Frances Ha. She made little the Little Women that came out like a few years ago, and then she also made uh, yeah, like Lady Lady Bird. Have you seen any of those? No, I haven't. I I really I rarely to... watch movies. So when I watch movies, you, it's like this mm, huge experience. <laughs> mm. Okay, so I watch movies like all the time. So that's yeah I, I love i wish she, i i'm selfish because i just want to know what you think about every movie like <laughs> i just i want to like know what you're you're thinking about everything so i that's, no, that's why know, i love your letterboxed <laughs> huh yeah i i i was only like doing like those those movie reviews for a while because i was just so depressed and i was in bed and watching all of those Aww. movies you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and like when I'm in bed, I like to like when I'm bedridden from depression. One thing I like to do is to like pick a certain category of movies and just like watch like everything in that category. Like yeah, like, yeah. If you pick like for example, uh, rom coms from two thousand two thousand two thousand ten, and you just them. watch all of them. They're so. I think I've seen like most of them. What's the There's, best one? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, what? Which one's your favorite? I think it would be like um, feels like heaven. Oh, is is wait the one w- with like Mark Ruffalo and the girl is like dead, like in a coma, and it's her ghost. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, are you talking about thirteen going on thirty? Wait, wait. No, 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 no. 13 going on 30 is the one where she gets older. Oh. No, it's the one where they're Wait, living do you in San like, Francisco. Do you like that one? Yeah, oh, of course. It's I awesome. I love... Okay, I, I love 13 it's, it's, it's going so on great. 30. Yeah, it's, it's so, so great. Good, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah no, oh, but... Ju- just like heaven. Just like heaven. Right? Just like heaven. Oh, yeah, just like oh, heaven. Can you show me the picture of it? Okay. It's oh, so I good. I haven't seen it. I've never seen oh, it. Oh, you have, have to see it because oh. she's... So, so, so basically the guy moves into an apartment, but the girl, uh-huh. the previous owner died and he moves mm-hmm. into an, the apartment and it's actually haunted by this girl. Is she a and ghost? He's, she's a ghost <gasps> oh and God. they fall in I'm love. I'm cry at that. Oh, that's so, oh my God, I got to watch this. Sophie, let's watch it tonight. Tonight? Yeah, why not? Okay. If you're down. Yeah, you, oh you have to watch it. It's actually like it's super goofy as a premise, but then it gets super yeah. shocking. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. 
Okay. Wow. Do you like Mamma Mia? Uh, have I seen that one? Wait. I'm. G- I I don't Mama know Mia. if I've seen it. I love that one. We well, I love Mamma Mia. I don't know if it's woke or not, but <laughs> I like I I really like. Well, I think it's just nostalgic, you know, like. Mm. And I also oh, but you- the main character. One of the main characters is named Sophie, so it feels like fun because my oh. name is Sophie. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Ugh, I've seen this rom-coms. other rom-com. Yeah, they're so great. But there's this one that I've seen recently, and it's like a proto mm. Barbie movie. It's it's like an unwoke version. Oh, okay. It's, oh my god. It's called Down with Love. Oh, let me look. And yeah, it's like letterbox a- up now. Yeah, it it it's that. like with Ewan McGregor and and like Ooh. basically the girl is like this super intense feminist, but Ooh. like and 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 it's it's about like this like radical oh feminist in the sixties. Do you do so? Wait, so what did you think about it? I I thought it was like it it was actually super funny because it's a parody of that type of movies from the sixties. But it's actually like yeah. kind of romantic. It's it's like actually uh-huh. romantic. Like you watch it and you're like, oh, is it gonna happen? Like I don't know. But yeah. like so the it's general, like unwoke. The general discourse is like super unwoke. It's it's like uh-huh. that she's a radical feminist, but he he basically woos her out of feminism. Hmm. Yeah, that is not woke. But you enjoyed it anyway. Or did you not really? Let me grab a glass of water. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, we, we're, we'll grab some water, too. Okay. Water break. Wait, so so even though it's not woke... Oh, wait, she's getting water, sorry. It's like... It's it's not woke, but it's not like... It's not woke. Unwoke. But did you still enjoy it anyway? Oh, yeah, I did, because... It's, it has really good reviews on Letterboxd. Like people are giving it five stars. Yeah, it's it's just super it's super funny. I mean, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It has like all of this, you know, Shakespearean like mixed identity stuff, but like that's double. Yeah. Like compound uh-huh. mixed identities. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Pride have you seen Pride and Prejudice? The the one yeah. with uh Joe Wright, the one with uh with Kira Knightley. Uh, the you mean the movie? Yeah, there's like two movies, Pride and Prejudice movies. So there's a there's one from two thousand five, and then there's like a different one with uh, with uh, what's his name? No, I've only seen one that's mentioned in Barbie movie. Oh, 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 that's the one you've seen. I haven't seen that one, but I've seen the other one, and I love the other one so much. It's like the most beautiful romance I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I, saw I definitely a tweet recommend the other day. It. Yeah, there was a tweet that was saying like, every time you like complain about Jane Austen, I want you to remember that she's the reason that any like novel literally exists right now. Yeah, like she invented so, the modern novel. I I love Jane Austen. I. Th- I, I, I mean, I feel like at least like Pride and Prejudice is like, it's basically like proto 
fan fiction proto rom com. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least to me, I don't know. I'm no like academic, but I feel I I feel in my heart like like the structure of like every fan fiction builds itself off of Pride and Prejudice and like ro- like rom coms too. Yeah, and people like people have such a general like are are so like contemptuous of rom coms, but like if mm-hmm. you get into the general, it's sexist. Yeah, but if you get into the general and you understand what a rom-com is trying to do and then you see how the actors and how the story manages to do that, you'll see that they're mm-hmm. actually insanely good movies. They are. They are. Have you seen Love Actually? Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, not as much. Mm. My mom loves it and like I when I was younger, we watched it, so I think like it, it has like a nostalgic value to me i guess but anyway mm. we, and also we need to... oh sorry one ahead. type of, of like proto rom-com is like those movies from the 30s that they begin with mm. a divorce and like oh they go through yes. all of this fucking shit it, it just goes insane you know like yeah like Every possible thing that can happen just happens within like an hour and at the end they get married again. Yeah. And honestly, like I like it. I don't know about in real life, you know what I mean? But like that trope is like really good in movies. Yeah. There's all those those movies with Cary Grant in them. And like I have I love Cary Grant and he has like he has like Uh that um uh, that movie, which is like completely, again, completely goofed up, as, as like the the premise of the movie is that they have a a, le- a leopard. Like that's that's like just what the story is about. They were couple, and for some fucking yeah. reason, they they end up with a leopard on their hands, and it's just like one hour of like complete insanity, and at the end they get married. <laughs> it's called like bringing up baby. Because baby is the name of the leopard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, I I feel like we sometime soon we should do another episode, but we should with with you on it, and we should have it be about rom coms. Yeah, if you're down. But sometime. Yeah, I feel like this. I feel like this uh, conversation. It feels very like very unintentionally like relevant to like the barbie movie yeah because i feel like barbie (laughs) okay i'll put it this way i feel like a lot of rom-com movies have been like people like you know pretentious movie critics who usually are men yep like shame women for liking those movies and now after we've watched barbie and we're all woke now. We now know it's okay. We don't have to hide the fact that we enjoy our our uh, rom coms, and we can just yeah. enjoy them. Literally, exactly. And they have a lot of merit. They really do. Yeah. Like people say, like, oh, I just want to watch a dumb movie that like is cute and like has some romance. It doesn't have to be that deep. No, they are deep, and they do have merit. Yeah. So. And if you think about like. 13 going on 30, if you think about that movie, about how, think about the body acting, okay? You oh have my God, yes. 
to carry yourself as if you are 30. Yes. Like, what does that mean in terms of how just to hold your body, how you sit down? It's in, it takes an incredible amount of talent from the actor. Well, tell the actor. Tell it. No, it's true. So I think we're like coming to the end of the episode now, but I really want to do another episode about rom coms with you if you'd be down sometime. Yeah. <sighs> I, I would need to, so to like to watch like. <laughs> same Pretty here same, same here yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I, we'll just I, watch all of them we'll watch every yeah because one. i usually just keep re-watching the same ones yeah same they're very comforting yeah, yeah we should definitely do an episode where we discuss that'd problems. be so fun yeah, that would be good thank you so much thank you so much for coming on this was so much fun you i love well, thank you so much for talk. having me Thank you. Yeah. I feel like the Barbie movie was enlightening and yes. this conversation was even more enlightening. I feel like I feel like free and weightless now. Uh, but same. That's exactly how I felt when I walked out of the movie theater yeah. after seeing Barbie. Yeah. yeah. So thank Bar- you. Barbie is the, the woke the woke <laughs> scr- like the woke scripts the woke text yeah and we are like yeah. we are spreading the word you the know word what i mean of wokeness. we're spreading yeah, the word exactly. of woke no but it felt like an event you know like a whole thing it did and i'm so glad that so many people watched it because that means a lot of people are being exposed to the woke religion i think every single person including ben shapiro walked out of that movie a little bit more feminist <laughs> even ben Sh- i've I feel like Ben Shapiro deep down the movie's too good. The movie's too good to not have like been if, moved if, a little bit, you know? Yeah, just a little bit. So Yeah. And we're I gonna, think that's we're why he fucking hated it so much. Yeah. Like, exactly. If it was, if it was, it was just it was not good, he would not like melt down over it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The co- it was cognitive dissonance for yeah, forty for forty minutes. Yeah. For real. It, yeah. All right. Well, well, thanks so much for having me. I had the greatest oh time. Gosh, Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks everyone so for listening. Bye. Base News Network. Bye. Bye.